given a chance, the opportunity and the experience and the lessons from people, I could be the best. But right now, I don't even wish to be the best. I just want to be one of them. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the third episode of the Transition Podcast. It's your girl, Apollo, and I'm back with another amazing topic this week. I hope y'all doing well. I hope life is treating you decently as the holiday season approaches us quickly, as I may say. Anyway, if you're new here, the Transition Podcast is produced for and by Generation Z. It helps us cope with life transitional periods, and it also helps us having We'll start having those conversations, um, start having those tough conversations with ourselves, our friends, and even our family. So before I get into this week's Black-Owned Business Spotlight, which I'm so excited to do, I just want to do a quick little rant, girl, because I got something to say. So I saw a tweet, um, and it said something that, to the effect of podcast mics are dropping into neighborhoods like crack in the 80s. And I usually laugh about stuff like this. Um, but, you know, as I read the new Jim Crow stuff like that, it isn't funny anymore. But um, the reason why I'm bringing this up, um, and I'm not mad because I have a podcast. I'm mad because I feel like every time Black people find a new hub, a new endeavor to uh, follow, a new space, a new media platform, um, people always shit on them. Always. And, like, you always have these naysayers saying, like, oh, Everybody, every black person is doing this just like every black person is quote-unquote starting a business and like things like that like it really gets to me because it's just like no like allow people to chase after their dreams allow people to follow what's on their heart because you never know somebody could have had this idea for ages or even if they just got this idea yesterday like that is okay too like allow people to do what they want to do if you have a dream on your heart if you have something that you think you should follow if you have a passion if you want to make a podcast if you want to start a uh i don't know a business like whatever you want to do i just feel like you get on social media and there are so many people telling you well girl everybody doing this but guess what nobody's doing it like you so like do it you know what i'm saying like i just i hate things that come up like that because although people may be joking like you never know who this actually affects um and i know sometimes i can think too deep about stuff but i don't know i really just had that on my heart but Y'all, do what you want to do. What is stopping you? I hope it's not Twitter. Do what you need to do. And honestly, that tweet even fits perfectly with our topic this week revolving around taking leaps of faith and stepping out on faith and just doing things, you know, out of the ordinary for you. Um, But before we get into this week's topic, um, I want to shout out my Black-owned business spotlight this week. This week's Black-owned business spotlight is 64, made for all clothing. Founder, Sydney states, her concept behind creating her business was to create clothing and accessories to represent her personal aesthetic. May I add, is dope, by the way. She wanted her brand to be accessible to all while having an urban luxury appeal. But y'all, honestly, I love every bit of her clothing. It's modern, it's different, and she's always coming with something new from what we're used to. I got me a little uh, puffer tote, and I can't wait to rock it this holiday season while I'm doing my holiday shopping. Um... 
But for real, I can't wait to support her even more as she shows the world what she's made of and what she has in store. Make sure y'all go support and shop. It's really cute. She has some really nice stuff on there, y'all, and she's always coming with the heat. Keep in mind that she makes everything handmade, so it does take some time, but I promise you it is worth it. I showed my mom my puffer toe. She said, girl, where can I get me one? Like, for real. Uh, <laughs> so please follow her Instagram. It's at 64.online. I'm going to spell that real quick. It's S-I-X-T-Y, the number four, dot, online. Let me know if y'all buy anything. Please let me know. I can't wait to see it. But for now, let's get on with the show. All right. So this week's topic, as I said before, is Leap of Faith. Um, I actually had a lineup of topics that I wanted to do for like the first eight weeks, but obviously things do not always go as planned and that is okay. Um, I've been letting things come to me, mainly surrounding like recent events of life and things that I think can help me, obviously, um, as well as help a lot of other people that may be going through the same thing. Anyway, taking leaps of faith is necessary in this life and the next. I know for one, I am tired I am so tired of sitting around and waiting for something grand to happen without putting in the work myself. That is one thing I definitely struggle with. I dream so hard and I'm just like, oh, maybe I'll just wake up a millionaire tomorrow. But life doesn't work like that, sadly. This week, I am joined by a very special person in my life who I have watched chase her dreams time and time again since I've known her. She's the best person who can talk about this topic alongside myself. So, Gabby, welcome to the podcast, girl. Uh, hello, everyone. I am Gabby Mitchell, um, and I am so happy to be here today. So, yeah. Woot woot. So we're going to jump right into it. I picked Gabby because she is the perfect, perfect, perfect person to talk about a topic so like crucial, so like wide open, such as this one. I'm so excited for us to dive right on in. Um, so my first question, and we can just go back and forth. How would you define a leap of faith within your life? Um, a leap of faith in my life? has to deal with anything that I kind of just like didn't really plan thoroughly th like thoroughly and then it just somehow just happens to work out and it like teaches me something um so for example I'll say uh well I think that's the best example best way I can explain that it's just like something I didn't plan and it just happens I'm just like oh wow like I'm probably terrified of the near thought but once it happens, it's like, okay, this isn't so bad. I can do this. So, yeah. Nah, that's lit. So, when I, uh, so I actually had to look up the definition of a leap of faith before I, <laughs> before I could define it myself. Because it's, you know, it's just like, it's such a like, hmm? Like, what is actually a leap of faith? So, when I looked it up, it says, an act of believing in or attempting something whose existence or outcome cannot be proved. And I love that definition so much because when you do take a leap of faith, like you're doing something that you really do not know what's going to happen. Yeah. And it can be a giant failure. It could be a giant success. It could be somewhere in between. Like you really don't know. So I'll say like within my life, I would define a leap of faith as something that is something that I, I haven't really got the chance to do until I graduated college. Like I, I never... I never felt 
that I could take leaps of faith. Like I always felt like, nope, you, you have to be on this one route. Like you have to do this. You have to do that. Like just so like order, law and order based as if like my life could only go in like one direction. And like now, like after I graduated, things have opened my eyes and I feel like we're both were there. Yeah. It's opened my eyes to where I see life in like four dimensions. Like there isn't just one path. There are multiple paths. You know what I'm saying? I can go down one today and I can go down another one tomorrow. Like it's just, it's on, it's what I want to do. Yeah. And I think that when you say that, like you were even in college, it was just like a so straight, straight here, 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 here. There was no deviation from that. I think that goes back to the things that we were taught growing up as kids. And it's just like, you've only seen or heard your family talk about this one way. So you just think this is the way versus knowing that there's, there's levels to this shit. Like it's that it is. the shit. Yes. And is, I love how you phrase it like that. Cause there, there's literally levels to this. Like, and you can pick and choose what level that you want to take. You can pick and choose what route that you want to take. So that's why, like, I don't know. I feel like leap of faith can be defined in so many ways. And also, like, leaps of faith look different for everybody. Yeah. Like, your yeah. leap of faith looks different from my leap of faith. Like, my leap of faith could be like, oh, I'm going to wear a skirt outside. I'm going to move across the country. You know what I'm saying? So, like... Leaps of faith look different for everybody yes. based on what path people are on. Exactly. And, like, I feel like some people don't even know the path until they're, like, even when they're on the path, they don't even know. And they're just like, oh, I'm just kind of figuring it out, you know? Like, I can relate to this so much. So, it definitely leaves the faith that they're, they're always – it's always hard to define because you never know until you're in it or until after it's happened and you've taken some time to reflect wholeheartedly agree so cabby let's get right into it so what is your leap of faith ah, excuse me leap of faith story and you can start from the beginning like you i i know you're gonna go in so just go ahead and do what you do best okay so my leap of faith story okay so essentially i decided last year I was so sad and depressed about the whole pandemic because I because I graduated class of 2020 and I was just so mad I didn't get a graduation. Job prospects were looking very few and far between. I'm just like, well, I'm not really sure what to do, you know? And I'm just like, I'm so depressed about this whole COVID thing and how it's affected my life that I can't even think about the job market. And I'm just very, I was very easily deterred, but some uh so some months back before COVID in January my French professor was telling us about the opportunity to live in France and basically be a teacher and she's like oh there's this program called Depeef and you can do this and like you work 12 hours a week they pay you and you just live and travel in France and I was like okay and I was like I'm not gonna get in here I was like because one, I was like, they probably want some super smart person teaching these people English and all this stuff. That I just completely like counted myself out. But I still did all the work to like put, submit the application. My professor still wrote me a really good re letter of recommendation. And we were supposed to hear back by like April for the um, position. And I hadn't heard back. And then when I did hear back, it was like a, it was, what was it? 
Um, I think it was like a, hey, like, sorry, we're un- unfortunately unavailable to accept you, like, right now. You know, it was like a, sorry, good luck next year. And then, like, the next week later, I got an email saying, like, hey, congratulations, you've been selected for, um, like, a position working in our program in this city. And they told me where I was. I was like, oh, my gosh. So I was so excited because I was like, I'm going to France. It just seemed, like, crazy because yeah. <laughs> I always talked about traveling and like, and I've been to, I've been to London and Paris and I realized the one time that I went my sophomore year of college, I was like, okay, gobs, this is different. Like you just saw what you did with a refund check that you really just spent on a whole like spring break trip to Europe. So let's see what else you can do. So it just felt so surreal that I was going to be moving to France. So, um, like when I got into the program, I was like, okay, cool. How do we make this work? Like how, what happens from here? And it was literally just like trying to figure out how I'm going to make all the funds work, make all the money and moving parts happen. Cause if anyone knows me, I am awful with money. Absolute worst. Like I spend so much money on clothes and shoes and all this, that, the third, I was just like, how am I going to survive? Cause I found out what the salary was. And I was just like, I don't know how I'm going to do this, but I'll figure it out, you know? So I spent an entire summer, I'll never do this again, I spent an entire summer working at Amazon, like, slaving for Jeff Bezos. That's your boy. (laughs) I literally complained every single day about it. But I was like, Gabby, I was like, we're working towards the goal. So I saved up, like, $2,000, which I will say was not enough with my spending habits. And I was like, I'm just going to do this. We're going to move to France. I did not know what to expect. I just knew I was going to be in the South. It was going to be sunny. I'm in the Mediterranean. And yeah, I did it. I like figured out everything. I made my, like, I cried. And then I had like um, a moment where like I booked my flight to go to France. And then it got canceled a week before I was supposed to leave. And I was just like, is this the universe saying I'm not supposed to go? I'm freaking out. I'm crunching the numbers. I'm calling all my different like sorority sisters. I'm just like, fuck, what happened? Like, cause I get so nervous and spending large lump sums of like, like money well in the three digits just makes me want to vomit. But I was able to like rebook my flight for a cheaper price, longer like route overall, but I still was able to do it. And I got on that plane. I was like, okay, guys, now it's crunch time. You're going to figure out how you're going to make this work. And mind you, I had spent like four years taking French. So I thought I knew the language, you know, I know enough. I can read it. I can write it. I can somewhat speak it, even though like my accent is like pretty strong. And then I got there and I didn't know what the fuck they were saying. I was like, I don't know what's happening. My head was banging every single day. Just thinking about so much French. Um, and that's just kind of like the long way into how I just decided to take a leap of faith and move to France. If there's anything that makes me nervous when it comes to um, taking a leap of faith, it's all about financials because to this point in my life, so I'm 23 now, I've always had a good financial standing. Like I've always been secure. So for me to like not know how secure I was going to be, that was one thing that made me like, so nervous and I figured it out 
it was uncomfortable at some points but that's the biggest thing with taking a leap like it's gonna make you uncomfortable comfortable but it's also gonna show you show you what you can do and it's gonna push you towards like push you past your limits that you didn't even know were possible so that is my long story to how I took a leap of faith and moved and I just was crazy because there were so many people rooting for me while me I'm over here just stressing about money and figuring out how I'm about to make this work so in the end I think that like I commend myself for getting over the hump and I kind of am just like wow you did that and now I'm moving back and I'm just like okay I can do this shit again like it's all good like I know what to do now um but it was definitely just like the first getting over the hump and taking the leap and not knowing what was going to happen um so there were some times where I was like oh this is kind of hard like I'm kind of like learning I fucked up here I should have done this I should have done that um but that's the biggest thing about leaps of faith it's kind of like you've it's like these little things that are happening that kind of feel like failures and I like to say I was failing forward fail at a lot of shit in life come but on you're failing forward word that's a word you're failing that's a word come on Gabby. That's thing. so ooh, ooh, yeah and girl. i can still say that now girl like, we're failing forward in this life. i need to tweet that like <laughs> i'm gonna give you credit support no nah, that that's that's a word like the whole time you're speaking i'm just sitting here like wow like i feel you i feel you i keep putting myself on mute because i'm like sniffing <laughs> but um yo i i have to comment on everything you just said um yeah. first off yes failing forward is important because i would rather rather fail trying than you know what i'm saying then fail right. in something that i wasn't even meant to do <clears throat> excuse me exactly. so i don't know like the whole thing too about being uncomfortable i feel like as humans you know as people as a people in general like we do not want to be uncomfortable yes like we love our comfortability girl i'm sitting here comfortable in some sweats and a big t-shirt you know what i'm saying like that that's how comfortable i want to be in life right but life, but life isn't like that and you don't grow in those situations so like exactly like you like it's so important to push yourself and not even just to push yourself but to but to actively see yourself in like a better environment because like you can mm-hmm. keep pushing yourself but if you don't truly believe that you can accomplish something it won't get done because mindset right. is everything too and and just like you said like you believed you could so you did it and that's important as well um yeah i mean that that's a word so I mean, okay, okay. So now I'm gonna do my story. So the thing is, Gabby, you already accomplished your leap of faith story. I am currently jumping off that bridge as we speak. Like, don't you know when a diver is like jumping or is getting ready to jump? Girl, like, that's, yes, that's, that's, that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing right now. So um, yes. Yeah, so like, I don't know. I haven't told many people. Like, I've only told like you all and plus like a few of my friends but i haven't really told family because i'm a i'm a strong believer in like you can't tell everybody your dreams because everybody isn't going the places that you're going and everybody won't want the best for you and And everyone won't understand the path you got to take to get to the to get there hello hey so i've made the executive decision over my life that i no longer want to pursue law school right and um i've i've i told my sister about it you know i haven't really told anybody outside of her as far as family um 
and I told like my friends and my line sisters, but I, I made this executive decision over my life because I realized that I was not living out my dream, but I was living out somebody else's. Hmm. And I've, I've recently made this decision over the summer. You know, I'm, I'm sitting here, I'm studying for the LSAT. I've been studying for the LSAT for probably like a year, maybe a little bit under a year, actually. Um, I, nope, nope, it was a year. <laughs> it's been a year and I've taken it and I did okay. You know what I'm saying? Always can do better, whatever. And I just sat there and I was just like, is this something that I really want to do? Like, is this, do I feel like this is my true calling? And when I sat and I prayed about it, you know what I'm saying? I I meditated about it. I found out that it really was not my true calling. And I found out that it wasn't something that I really wanted to do. So my leaf of faith origin story dates back to when I was six years old. I remember when I was six and I was in preschool and I went around telling people, I want to be an astronaut. I want to be an astronaut. You know what I'm saying? And I've, I've always been you know, like so interested in astronomy and, you know, in space and time and like all that stuff. But like over time, those dreams faded away and they faded away because other people were planting seeds in me that I did not plant myself. Mm. And, you know, of course, these are people you love. These are people you trust. So you're going to grow, like you're going to grow their seeds, especially at a young age. And you're going to forget about, you know, the little, the little pot that you planted within yourself or the pot that God planted for you um, or your ancestors or the universe or whatever, you know what I'm saying? You believe. Um, But yeah, so my leap of faith story is starting now. Like I'm deciding I know what my dream is. I know what my true profession is. Um, before we actually, before you um, text me and told me you're ready, I actually was online, like getting ready to apply to schools. Um, so yeah, I mean, my leap of faith story is now. And that's why it was so crucial for us to do this talk because I know somebody out there is just like, should I do this? Should I do this? Like I've been, I've been, you know, going my whole life thinking I was going to be, I don't know, a doctor but now yeah. I want to now I want to be an actor. You know what I'm saying? Now yeah. I want to take acting classes. And and the thing is like you can do it. And I feel like in society now we place such an age on things. Okay, if you if you aren't if you aren't a doctor by the age of 30, babe, you ain't going to be a doctor. If you aren't a model by the age of 15, you can't be a model. Like these unrealistic expectations on people when I, not everybody has um as I to say, not everybody has. What can I say about that? the the space to be able to like grow in their fields at a young age not everybody has the resources in their communities to be able to do that and one thing I learned from this too I can no longer be so upset with my parents because of what they could not do for me because they can only do what they can afford to do for me right and I can't be mad that I had to choose a certain path you know what I'm saying to begin with because now when I'm that I'm I'm grown, I'm 22 years old, I'm able to take that leap for myself. And I feel like I'm finally living for me. Mm -hmm. But not everybody like what like I said, at the beginning, not everybody can go on this path with me. That's why I haven't told everybody what my dream is. I'm not going to say it on the show either. But what I will say is that I know what I want to do. And I'm actively working in that direction. And like seeing people like Gabby, um, who have taking a leap of faith, you know, went to chase their dreams are actively chasing other dreams. Like it shows you that anything that you want in this lifetime is possible. You just have to go and try to do it for yourself. But until you allow that to grow within you, you won't be able to do it until you are con- like, for example, Gabby, like 
if you were to sit here and constantly listen to people telling you what you could or could not do, like you wouldn't be where you are. Oh, most certainly. Let me tell you, my mom was so against me at first. She was just like, who gonna pay a car note? And I'm just like, what? You worry about a car note? And I'm just trying to okay. worry across the pond. Okay, across like, the pond. Okay. Girl, I'm like, I get this is a priority, but like, I'm trying to live out my dreams. Like, she was worried about that, but like, I don't know. I think that people have like really like always try to deter you they always try to tell you like the first thing or the second thing that can go wrong versus all the other things that can go right and it's just like why do we have to do that yeah why it's just like you want to you people have such this jaded view of something because they don't know how to do it so Or, or they or they did not pursue their own dreams so they're knocking down yours exactly so and like you said, that's why you can't tell everyone what your plan is. You got to keep it silent because everyone is not truly rooting for you deep down. And that's a word. And that's a word. And, you know, as as I see people around me, like taking leaps of faith and taking, you know, taking these chances, I do see people also not not supporting them or people that they feel that they're close to not supporting them in the best way that they can. And And same with me, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not mad about it or anything, but like, it's just life. That's just how life is. Like when you take these leaps of faith, you know, you'll see who's still rolling with you and see who dip Right. in his life. It is what it is, but you know, I completely agree with you. 100%. Um, so yeah. Are you ready for the next question, ma'am? Absolutely. Um, who, this is a good one. How many of your dreams have you made a reality of your dreams? Have you made a reality oh. emphasis on your how many of my dreams have I made a reality? Um, okay. So I don't, where do I even begin? Okay. I think that I've had like this like dream when I was like in high school. I was like, oh, I want to be a journalist. Like I want to I wanna write like some really good stories and like really like network basically when i was in high school i wanted to be a completely different person than who i was in those four years and i think that that sounds like a silly dream but no it really was a thing i think that in high school like people knew me i was like gabby like oh okay yeah this gabby you know but it was like who is she what is she like i was kind of like i was i was more so like in introverted extrovert but now i'm like extroverted extrovert so i think in that way i've created like i made my dream come true of becoming the person i want to be and i'm still becoming that um it's just evolving over time if i were to think of another dream um this is i guess like i don't think it's silly but it was one thing that i told myself in high school i wanted to be an aka and now i'm an aka i'm very much so of a person that i'm like I say something early on, I want it, and then I just, I don't know how I get it, I just get there. Um, but I feel like at the same time, there's lots of other dreams that I say that I want that I want to make become my reality, but I have not done that. Why is that? Because of fear. Because, and that's the thing though, like you have to like, some of the best things are found on the other side of fear. And I firmly believe in Oprah's quote, which is like, if your dreams are not scaring you they're not big enough my dreams terrify me because i'm just like i want to be this whole badass foreign correspondent 
But I'm also like, I want to be a badass in my field right now. Like I want to be, cause like right now, like I'm working in digital marketing and then like, I'm doing like content creation on the side just for myself. And I'm like, I want to be a badass in this and be a badass journalist and do this. I think that I never think about how many dreams I made come true already. I think about all the things I haven't made come true and how I'm going to like achieve them. And I think that is one of my biggest flaws is because I never take the time to reflect. Me too. Hey, you, you speaking to the biggest one. <laughs> it is hard because it's like, how do you take time to reflect on what you've already accomplished when you feel like there's still so much to do? And I think that, I don't know if any other person, like any other 20 something can relate, but I think that's something that we're always going to struggle with as people. It's like, we never take the time to actually sit down and reflect and write out what has happened. Like, and it's just something that we have to work on. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I just need to comment on that because that's very true. And I feel like that's why I personally, I'm so hard on myself because I don't give myself enough grace. Like, I don't really realize like, oh, but you did this, but you did this. Like, you know what I'm saying? But like, even when I got my bachelor's in May, I was just like, oh, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, whatever. It it is what it is. But like, you're right now. Collecting dust. But like, I'm not going to say I was taught this, but I will say like certain things when I was younger, like my mom would always tell me like, um, you got good grades. Oh, you supposed to. You going to college? Are you supposed to? But like, because I feel like because, and I'm not trying to blame this all on her. I don't want to make this into that type of show. But I will say a lot of things of who you are now go back to your childhood. Because my mom did not give me a chance or did not celebrate me enough is the reason I don't celebrate me. You know what I'm saying? I don't feel like it's it's necessary to. I'm just like, oh you know, did that, supposed to, it is what it is, you know what I'm saying, um, so, yeah. See, that's hard, because when a parent doesn't show you that, like, validation, that support, and that praise that you need, it's like, like you're saying, it's like, when you get older, how do you give yourself something that you were, that you never received when you were a child, and I think that's very different, like, as I mean, I understand where you're coming from because my mom is very much the same. Like, oh, you have good grades? She's like, you're supposed to. Like, I don't know. Some people experience this a lot as kids. Like, you know how, like, some kids, like, they get money if they get good grades and stuff? Yeah, yeah. my mom's not going for that I shit. never did that. I never got none of that, ever. Never going for that <laughs> My dad tried to say, like, oh, yeah, she has good grades. I'm going to give her some money. And my mom was like, why would you do that? Like, she should be getting good grades. And I think, like, for me, I've never been the person that's like been all woohoo like about um about getting good grades. But other things like I will like I've been given praise on before. So it's like, okay, I've learned how to do this myself. I think that so much of our childhood, like you've been saying, it's just like our mannerisms kind of are stem from our childhood and what we experienced and didn't experience. And that's another thing. How do we give ourselves praise? When do we give ourselves praise? Do yes. we recognize the milestones that warrant this praise were mm-hmm. like, that we would like to feel? So sometimes I feel like I give myself too much praise. <laughs> oh, you don't give yourself enough praise, girl. You are really <laughs> thank you, sister. Now I'm talking about when we went out that weekend to go shopping. That was too much praise. Monetary. Ah! Like, we don't care about that. Money comes and goes. 
You hello. You're absolutely right. You want to pay taxes um, then? You're right. A couple, actually. You're right. You're absolutely right. <laughs> Period. Um. So for me to answer the question, have I made any of my dreams a reality? Ah, I wish I would have thought of this before. I, when I was making this um, or did like a little list. But one of the dreams I would feel, I've always wanted to play the piano, always for like my whole life. I've always wanted to pick up an instrument. Like it was like extracurriculars to me are so important because like that is who makes you up. Like I remember I spoke to somebody and I said, all I know is school. All I know is school. Like I'm school top to bottom. Like I never really got the chance to do anything other than school. Yeah. So like being able, like my senior year of school, of, of college, being able to pick up, not pick up, but like being able to pick up an instrument, do uh, play the piano for the first time and have an amazing teacher while doing so, like that meant a lot to me. And that was like, if if I were to count on my fingers, like that was one of the one dreams I really had for myself that I accomplished. I would also say like graduating college, but like, I mean, I, I felt like I had to do that. So it wasn't really like a, like, oh, like, woo, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. But yeah, I, honestly, like, I feel like I'm just now beginning to like put my dreams into a reality. So I can't really say like, oh, like how many have I like, no, because I'm, I'm really just now giving that opportunity because I'm, I'm, I'm literally as we speak i'm giving myself that opportunity like i'm speaking to myself i'm like yes do this like do this sister like it is okay like you know take those chances because i was always so afraid to take a chance to take that first leap because it's scary it is you know what i'm saying like even even when like making this podcast i had bought a mic off of amazon 30 dollar mic i was just like oh, okay like this would be cute like whatever mm-hmm. Did not work. I literally spent like weeks trying to buy parts to like make it work. And it literally never, never worked. I don't know why. I guess it wasn't meant to be. I said, okay, whatever. Um, And then I went to Best Buy like the night before I recorded the first episode and just bought like a Yeti. And I said, honestly, I'm just going to like... And, and one thing about taking a leap of faith too, I just want to speak on this. You have to invest in yourself. Yes. Before anybody else does. I know that if I, if I can't put money into my dreams, nobody else will put money into me. So, so this, like me, me even, you know, doing this podcast, me even following other dreams, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm literally saving up money to go get my piano tuned. So like, it's so, it's so, it's so like, you have to, you have to put money into yourself. Like I just had to speak on that. I completely understand what you're saying because it's the same thing for me. I keep on seeing all these videos of like content creators, like getting paid dumb, stupid money. Like, and I'm just like, are you kidding me? I was like, I literally could do that. So I've been on the fence about getting a tripod with like the whole ring light and everything. And then like getting a gimbal, a handheld gimbal, and then like the selfie sticks like a really really good one for the longest i was like man my amazon card looking a bit expensive and i got bills to pay and i just decided that i was like i'm about to leave so i need to start doing this now like it's and i mean i know we don't want to spend the money i know we got other things we could be using this on but there's nothing like investing in yourself because like you said no one will no one's gonna pour into you because you didn't want to pour into yourself at first yes and that's the same thing like when starting a business any other facets of life it's like 
it's hard. There's no one sitting there cheering you on saying, yes, make that purchase. Yes, do this, do that. No, mm-hmm. you got to be your own cheerleader until you have some cheerleaders backing you. Yes, and that's a word. That is a word. It's, no, it's so hard. <laughs> but seriously, it's it's hard. Like it, it actually is. Like and like what you said about buying that stuff. One thing I had to learn is just do it. Like, what are you possibly waiting for? You waiting for that quote unquote perfect moment? Like, I had to get that out of my yeah. brain too. Because like, if you wait until it's perfect, you will never do it because nothing will ever be perfect. Yeah. It won't. You're you're literally gonna learn as you go. You, <laughs> so. I've been procrastinating on buying this tripod um since the middle of the summer when I broke my other one, and I literally I was like, oh, it was like I think I only spent like a hundred dollars on it, and I spent three hundred dollars the past week drinking and just day drinking the entire day and going out. I was like, I could have saved two hundred dollars and just spent the one hundred. I was like. And then make like it. I don't know if you get what I'm trying to say. It's just like I blow money on dumb things, but when I actually need something, I don't want to spend the money. And so, I, so yeah, definitely yeah. just invest in yourself because there ain't nothing like it. Self, it's it's self care and self love. That's what it is. It is. It not to our bank is. accounts, but they gonna be they'll recover. Okay. All right. So. My next question for the both of us, uh, what do you need to do to ensure you don't have regrets at the end of your life? Woo. Hey, give me some. Uh, you got on me one. on this one. What do I need to do? I need to do a couple of things. <laughs> do to ensure I have no regrets. Yeah, it's, it's uh, difficult. That's a hard one. I want to hear what you got to say first. Woo, Okay. okay i'm like i'm literally thinking notes. i'm just start talking whatever um i would say one thing that i have to do is to make sure i don't have regrets is to live for me and like i feel like that just encompasses everything else that i'm gonna say but I, i literally have to live for me and like do what i feel that i am called to do in this lifetime because like yeah like because it's it's just so easy to like especially in this generation too like one thing i will say is we aren't too far removed from jim crow i've been reading the new jim crow we aren't too far removed from segregation i mean rosa parks literally died in our lifetime hello crazy that's crazy um ruby bridges is still alive hello she sure is and kicking she's still here um (laughs) wait what'd you say She's still fighting for rights of color people and education. Hello, Indias. And so with all that said, um, I just, I feel that sometimes we, well, for me, I'll just speak for myself. I feel like sometimes the reason why I, I lived for, you know, my grandparents, my mom, you know, sometimes maybe even my dad I don't really know for so long is because um I understood to a certain extent of why they did not get to become who they wanted to be in this lifetime yes because they weren't given the opportunity to do so and to think about it we are and I'll I'll include millennials somewhat into this but we are one of the first generations to really kick out and being like we don't like this nine to five girl Mm -mm, we're not doing that um yeah we're gonna we're gonna chase our our dreams girl Mm -hmm. yeah we're doing it like we're we're literally saying like no we don't like this i i I know so many people who are literally like 
you know, I'm going to quit my job and I'll just figure it out later because I just can't do this. And I've done that myself. And our parents, our grandparents, they weren't allowed to do things like that. Of course not. Because if they, if they did, they, they just wouldn't have. And I feel like in our generation, we're so prone to taking leaps of faith. Like it's scary. Mm-hmm. And I feel in order for me not to have any regrets, I really do have to just start living for my myself because my people live their lives, whether they feel like it was good, whether they feel like they've accomplished a lot, you know, et cetera, et cetera. They live their life to the best of their ability, but now it's time that I do that for me. Yeah. And now that it's time that I follow my own dreams. So to ensure that I don't have any regrets, dream your own dream and live your own life. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Are she? Um, you bought me quite a bit of time. Uh, (laughs) I think for me to ensure that what I need to ensure that I don't have any regrets, um, I need to see everything I've done. That sounds silly, but I need to see it. So my friends, uh, that I made when I was in France, they, I think they would get so annoyed with me because I'd be like, oh my gosh, take a picture of me here. Take a picture of me here. You know, cause I'm so big on taking fi- pictures and capturing those moments like video and photo, because I'm like, what if I get dementia? Like, what if I like start losing my memory? I wouldn't be able to see everything I've done. So for me, what I need to do to make sure I have no regrets is to like photograph and like video every single moment of my life that I felt was so pivotal that I think was such a great moment. Because I feel like I'm I'm kind of like I'm not, I'm I'm a mix between a dreamer and a doer. If I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. But I always have dreams about things that I want to do. Or maybe, like, I'll, like, be thinking about something that happened to me. And I'll literally just dream about it and just re-wish I could go back and I would have done this thing. Because then I regret not doing it. Because I wonder what that could have led to, you know? So I think that if, in my mind, I'm just like, oh, my gosh, I wonder what happens if I just, like, do this. Like, I wonder how they react, blah, 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 like, what the consequences are. I stopped doing that shit because I was like, fuck it. No, I don't want to dream about this shit later and be like, oh my gosh, I wonder what it could have been. I'm going to do it because that's how I'm going to live without any regrets. Like, I don't want to have to dream about something and wish I did something differently. I want to do it. I want to ask all the questions I need to ask. I want to talk to all those people that I want to talk to, even the big wigs that I'm like, they're going to look at me like, uh, who is she talking to? But I'm very much prepared to do that because there's nothing anyone can do to deter me because I don't know. I think that I'm a, I'm a very lucky person that random things just happen to me. I just always network with someone that I never expected to network with, or they know this person, then they know this person. I'm just like, whoa, this is crazy. So yes, for me, it is definitely like, photographing and like recording every single moment and just like and listening to that little conscience inside of my head i feel like sometimes you have like the good devil i mean the devil and then the angel and it's just like sometimes that devil be onto something on my shoulder like it's not always bad sometimes like you just listen to that little devil even if it doesn't seem like that's you it's because it's not it's because it's that fear that you've just been letting overtake you for so long so sometimes I don't want to say listen to the devil, but just listen to that little conscience. That's not how you would usually think. Listen to your fears. 
Listen, yeah. yes, that's what it is. Listen yeah. to your fears. Definitely. Um, Gabby, I was I was gonna shout. I had to put myself on mute. <laughs> <laughs> but no, for real. When you said uh about basically chasing your dreams and like one thing for sure with me, I'm tired. I'm tired of dreaming. I'm so sick and tired. Right. I've been dreaming since I was like honestly no I've been dreaming for however long I can count like I literally remember my childhood dreams vividly I remember me and my sister when we were very young would sit down and talk about our dreams and like how we wish we were certain places that we weren't Mm -hmm. and like when I tell you I am so sick and tired of dreaming and I just want to do and like I've always just dreamed because I'm just like "Ah, it's not gonna happen anyway I might as well just like dream this you know what I'm saying like but it's so crucial to also not speak badly on things that could happen in your life you know what I'm saying like it but it is hard you know when when things that you're in your mind things that you're dreaming and going to sleep about every night that it feels so unreal and so unattainable Mm -hmm. um but like that's one thing that I'm working on so but i yeah that was that was fine i loved how you put that i understand what you're saying when you said like sometimes it just feels so unattainable so this is gonna sound so stupid because when i tell you like i dream about everything i really do so um it was sophomore year i literally had just like like paid like everything for me to go on this trip to london and paris for spring break and i had never been like to europe at all so it's gonna be my first time and i literally couldn't dream about it because like i was just like this doesn't feel like it's gonna happen like something's gonna go wrong i'm not gonna end up going because i'll miss the plane i'll miss something and getting there and whatnot it's like i discount like i already counted the dream i had out because it didn't feel real to me like it didn't like hit me that I was literally in another country and that I did that until I literally landed at Heathrow Airport, like stepped outside, had my suitcase and my purse like on me and we were getting on the shuttle. Like, I don't know. Sometimes it's like your mind will like take you somewhere and just automatically tell you yourself no because you don't know it because you've never been there. It takes going there. It takes putting yourself out there and just being like, ah, like, what the heck <laughs> no yeah it, it does take um, for, oh, yeah gabby it took me out it does <laughs> be like uncomfortable yes wholeheartedly agree so gabby i have one more question for you sorry that? that was weird sorry i have one more question for you um last question so what advice would you give to listeners who are wondering if they should walk out on faith take that leap of faith and do you think they should take that leap of faith or do you think they shouldn't but of course we obviously think they should obviously we think they should one thing i'm gonna ask them is who's gonna stop you yep i'll girl almost shot (laughs) okay you want to take that leap of faith who's gonna stop you if you got the bank account to do it even if you don't you budget you budgeting and you like tight who's gonna stop you Mm. hello like i think the biggest thing is like if there's any advice i can give don't listen to all that negative shit that people want to feed into you people want to feel like they can assert their opinion and assert their control on you because they know that in the past you've done exactly what you've fallen into those traps 
cut out all the negative BS. Focus. And sometimes that negative thinking can come from the people closest to you. It can come sadly. It can come from your mom, your dad, yes, your can. sister, yes. your brother. Mm-hmm. Imagine how much negative stuff my mom has said to me about like, this is what I would do. This is what I Same. would do. I'm not you. I love you. I value you. Thank you for supporting me. But I'm gonna do what I need to do for my for my spirit. Like it's like real life story and this is gonna turn into advice my mom like my whole thing with like going back now like i have like a much better job and i'm salary than what not she was like if i were you i would just stay here i pay this debt and then i would go but i'm like for me for my sanity and for my freedom that sense of like being an adult and being able to support myself i needed to go yes when you you, I feel like for people who want to take that leap of faith, understand what you need. What do you need? That freedom. Do you need security? Do you just need like a little imagination? What is it going to take for you to take that leap? For me to take the mm-hmm. leap to go back, even though I already took the leap the first time, but for me to go back and to be financially secure, like I wanted the freedom. Cause I can't. I'm sorry. I love my parents. I can't stay with them. It's been, it's been like three, four months. <laughs> I gotta go. I need my freedom back. Yes, ma'am. I need to feel like I'm flourishing and growing as an adult. I want to be able to come back to my nice high ceiling, like high ceiling French apartment with a crown molding, walk in, smell some dinner, have a nice... You, you better give us a visual. Yes. Have a nice glass mm. of red wine and just be chilling with my, with my girls and just be vibing because that's that sense of adulthood that i have i had a taste of and i was on a much less salary i was making 785 a month living like with roommates hated my lot like hated the place but i learned how to be happy without money i learned how to be happy living on less and when i was able to do that i was like okay it doesn't matter you can't get below 785 a month trying to pay for bills rent electricity feed yourself and do this that the third so it's really i think that the advice i can give sorry this is really long the advice i can give is take your to time define what you want ignore the negative bs define what you want for yourself what is it that you are needing in that very moment and just say fuck it and go i don't care hey, amen next day leave the next day go Sometimes when we go without a plan, you have no choice but to figure it out. That is the thing. When there is no plan, you literally... Necessity necessity is his best teacher. Mm-hmm. You need a place to stay when you just decide to leave, up and leave. You need a way to get around. You need a way to like communicate with people. You will figure it out along the way. You do not need all the answers at first. Just know... That when you follow your dreams, the money's going to come. The security's going to come. The freedom is coming. The freedom is there. But are you there? Oh, ooh, Gabby. Send a shout, sister. Wait, Gabby, yes. Um, I just wanted to comment on what you said. Like, the, Especially those of us or those of you all who are in your 20-somethings or about to be in your 20-somethings, you know what I'm saying? Or even in your 30s, you know what I'm saying? But definitely your 20s. This is your time to, like, figure things out. This is your time to take these leaps. This is your time to, like, 
you know, do stuff, you know what I'm saying, without too many consequences because you're just figuring things out. And, like, take these leaps now so you don't have to do it in your 30s. You don't have to do it in your 40s, you know what I'm saying? So you could be cool by the time you're 50 and and just smooth sailing, you know what I'm saying? Be like, hey, I actually, when you look back, like, you'd be like, oh, like, I actually did that. Like, I I really did that. And I think that's so important to to say. So, now go ahead. I was just going to add, don't be afraid to, like, hop into different fields and really take those leaps of faith. Yes. also... I was going to say, what is it? It's this thing I always say to myself. Oh, biggest thing, because we were talking about our generation. Comparison is a thief of joy and happiness. Mm. Stop looking at what other people are doing. Stop comparing yourself because, oh, your classmate got this job and now they're doing this. You don't know what's happening behind closed doors, behind them social media posts on Instagram. Because they may be dead broke. They may be a whole corporate slave. They're stuck to an office. So they have a a shitty boss. Like, you don't know. But what you do know is what you're going to do. So take care of you. Take care of your mind. If you got to do a social media cleanse, do what you have to do to make sure you're never comparing yourself to anyone else's journey. Because that's not your journey. That's yes. theirs. Yes. Um, One thing I wanted to say, too, because I just thought about this. I don't know why. Um, If you're a leap of faith, is revolving around like taking a new career path you can't leave you can um do stuff outside of your career fear you can do stuff outside of your degree and then too i feel like i do talk about it like about uh like a lot about college but i do want to also tell people that college ain't for everybody and a degree ain't everything and you have you might have a lot of people and i'll be trying to tell like my family this like bro a degree is not everything. I'm sitting here. I have a whole degree and I, I'm not going to say I hate my job because I'm highly favored. And I'm very grateful, but I don't like it. Like I do not like it. I hate doing the same thing every day. Like right. I just, I don't like the environment. I don't like the pay. I'm not going to lie. Like I can say what I don't like while still being grateful for this position because Absolutely. I'm still making money. But like a degree is not everything. And let's stop pretending like it is. You know what I'm saying? It's something you know, I, I love that so many black people, black uh, black and brown people and people of color in general are getting their degrees, are getting higher educations, you know what I'm saying, are, are hopping in these, these fields and reaching back to their communities. I love that. However, what we have to stop doing is like making people feel bad for dropping out of school or choosing to not go to school route. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just... Maybe their leap of faith isn't school. You know what I'm saying? And you right. can't deny that. I, I have like a cousin of mine who she chose to drop out like her senior year. And so many people were like, oh my gosh. Like, All right. And it's just like, no, like allow her to do that. Allow her to do what she wants to do. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I will never down people for feeling like they're following their dreams, for feeling like they're, they're, they are taking their leap of faith. Yeah. because when when she show y'all you know what i'm saying what she could really do you're gonna be sitting there like dang man she ain't go to school but she really did that da, da, da. and it's just like yeah but you wasn't you wasn't down for me when i was at the bottom you know what i'm saying right. um so that space to grow girl and give people that space to go people are in their early 20s middle 20s late 20s it don't matter we all still young we all still living through this life we're, we're, we're taking chances you know some of us are a little fearful to take those chances but i'm here today like tell you just do it bro like just like gabby was saying just do it like it it is okay and i need older generations to understand that 
when someone drops at a college that's like in our generation, like millennial or Gen Z, that is not the same as in back in the day and you just gonna go work to the factory. No, we are so innovative. Yes. so many different ideas. We've cultivated an entirely different workforce than what the older generations could even comprehend. Yes. Mm-hmm. They're trying to learn how we're working because what we've learned to do, even if there were people who chose to drop out of school, they just learned how to work smarter. And most of these mm-hmm. jobs, it's on the job training. You don't need a degree. You got Google out here offering different kinds of like training programs mm-hmm. for people who don't have degrees. Older generations will never understand how us younger generations are are completely changing the game mm-hmm. for our fields. Yeah, I completely agree. Completely oh. agree. And a lot of people are taking leaps of faith and doing stuff that's not like that you that you don't even see on everyday basis. Like, oh, I wanna I wanna be this. I'd be like, wait, what's that? They'd be like, hey, I'm figuring out as I go. You know what I'm saying? I've met a lot of people like graduating who are taking leaps of faith into career paths that like they don't even know if they'll succeed or not but they're trying it you know what i'm saying but they're doing it and that's what matters most so if i can give y'all any advice just like gabby said just do it girl like yeah what's the worst that can happen like it don't work out okay then you try something else like it may it may sound easier because you just oh just try something else like it's easier said than done obviously but but just just to do something is amazing. Just to do something, get that experience, even if what I want to do does not work out for me. Because I'm sitting here like, as I'm, you know, applying to these schools, I'm sitting here like, oh, can I, can I really do this? Like, am I really ready for all this? But it's just like, yeah, you are ready as now as you will ever be. You know what I'm saying? Do it now. What are you waiting for? Like, what's the hold up? Um, so yeah. If you want to live a life with no regrets, it starts by just doing it. Mm-hmm. Word. Simple, Simple as that. Yeah. So, Gabby, I want to thank you so, 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 so much for sitting here and talking today. This was such a good topic. Oh my gosh. You got me like inspired to like go run up a hill or something. I'm just fine. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> but well, thank I you so much. Me. Yes. Thank you for having me. All righty. All right. If you stuck through this long, thank you so, so much for listening. Um, If you don't take anything else from today, I just loved how Gabby phrased it. I am actively failing forward because at the end of the day, she is still going forward, even if they are ill. She's taking them and she's learning from them and she's going to keep going. So if there's anything on your heart that you want to complete in life, there's anything, any dream that you've been having since you were young, like, girl, do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know it's easier said than done, but I know for one, I don't want to leave this earth, leave this plane, leave this life before I do everything that I want to do, to do everything that I'm capable of, you know? Um, but again, thank you so, so much for listening. I'm glad Gabby was on here to talk about this with me. And I just cannot wait to the next topic that we have. Um, for everything else outside, I know this is a bi-weekly podcast and y'all probably like, dang, I miss her for the week. And maybe you're not like, dang, I miss her for the week. But if you are, you can check out my Instagram. I'm posting stuff even on my weeks off that, you know, or I don't have the podcast going. Um, but you can always go back and listen to the episodes, Ivy. But if you want to check out my Instagram, you can follow me at 
the.transition.podcast. Please follow me. Hit your girl up. Give me feedback. Tell a friend. Do what you need to do. I just want to make sure I'm touching somebody, giving somebody some good advice that I'm also giving myself at the same time. So I hope y'all have, well, enjoy the rest of your week, actually. And yeah, see you later. Yeah.